0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to this Ability Podcast, where we are on a mission to shift perspective, encourage others, and create community. Well, hey, everybody. I'm excited uh, to be joined today by an awesome, awesome guy. I've watched some videos uh of kiwan and i'm excited to introduce him it's been a brief hiatus for me and i do apologize but i am pumped to be back with a great guest and uh, I- i'm looking forward to talking to him he's a little bit different than the really everyone else that i've talked to thus far because most people uh most you know the the disabilities that the people uh, that everyone else has had on that i've interviewed it was something they were born with, or it was a disease, or something like that. But Kiwan's story is a little bit different, and I'm going to let him share that here in just a moment. But without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Kiwan.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Clark.
0: Man, I'm I'm excited to have you. A little peek behind the curtain. Uh, you know, I get excited. I'm always talking to the our, my guests before we uh, we're recording. Uh, so I'm already pretty amped up. Uh, i'm already I'm already excited this is gonna this is gonna be a fun conversation. Uh, but like I said, you know Kiwan, his, his story is a little bit different. so uh, I don't wanna belabor the point. we don't just kind of on this podcast we don't just focus on the disability side of it, right? we we focus on the the abilities we do have we we focus on okay, something bad happened, but how are we getting over that? so I, I want to spend a lot of the time there. but for context reasons, Kiwan, why don't you just Tell, tell everyone about, you know, the impairment you're dealing with and, and how it happened.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, so I am visually impaired. I like to call myself blind because I can't see a thing other than, uh, you know, a little <laughs> bit of light perception yeah. out of my right eye. Um, and, you know, it's, it's due to a lot of the damage that was sustained in a, a motorcycle accident on May 5th, 2017. And I was leaving a beautiful lake. Uh, here in North Carolina, called Jordan Lake, that uh, I usually go to. You know, kind of clear my head. You know, that's just my little getaway. Me, <laughs> the water, occasional car going by, and you know, might be like, sitting there talking to God. You know, just talking, just <laughs> sitting there releasing. You know, and so I uh, had to go home because I needed to get out and go go back to get my bag. For work, because I was in the Air Force at the time. I'm now retired, but I was in the Air Force at the time.
0: Thank you for your service.
1: Oh, yeah, no problem. And um, when I was on my way home, there was a car, a Honda Accord, that pulled out in front of me um, as I was heading down the highway. Now, this highway is more of a back, like back road type highway, so like country road. Um, and it's only two lanes. So there's not much you can really do to avoid this high or this car. So I always tell this story, but I had three options. I could either go right to avoid the car, but I would go into the trees. I can either go left and go into oncoming traffic or I would just do what ended up happening and hit it, and so you know that right there, you know, was the day everything changed for me. And I call mm. that um, my new life. This is my new life, and I'm trying to live it in its fullness. Um, and that that's what a lot of people don't necessarily gravitate towards. They usually look for either the pity the pity route, or you know, how can someone else help me? Mm. You know, instead of how can you help yourself? Mm. How can you p- pull yourself up out of this situation as much as you possibly can, or to the fullest extent? Um, because I can, you know, fully recover. Other than eyesight, right now, um, I know for sure that even with the metal parts that I have in my body, I can do things that I used to do, um, such as play drums. You know, I've, I've been playing drums for twenty-two years now, and I still play them to this day um i am now learning the keyboard i just started learning that in 2020 you know so i'm actually adding things as well Mm. not just remembering the things that i knew how to do but actually know how to do new things and learn Mm. how to do new things and you know so that accident landed me in the hospital at unc chapel hill hospital here in uh, north carolina for two months Mm. Uh, the first month I was basically in a medically induced coma, so I had no idea what was going on. You know, people tell me all the time that I was responding to them or, you know, stuff like that, as far as my body language and reactions and things of that nature. But I had no recollection whatsoever. I didn't fully come through until June the 6th Mm. of 2017. And um, when I did, you know, I asked the question. Because I heard somebody, you know, in my room, which I thought was I was waking up in my bedroom. That's what I thought. That was my thought clock <laughs> that I was in my bedroom. Who are all well, these people? Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> and that was that was the first. I'm like, why is my mom okay? I know why Saleh's here, but why is my mom here? Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, you know, like because you know, Slay is my well, she at the time was you know a significant other, so yeah. it was like I understand why she's here. <laughs> yeah. Well why is my mom in my room? <laughs> well, I'm waking up. Something's right. not right. Something's not right. And so, you know, I go to ask the question because I hear them talking about this motorcycle accident. I'm like, wait, who had a motorcycle accident? Wow. So you know, that's what I'm thinking about. So I get I get ready to say that. I'm like, right. okay. Um, I can't talk. Wow. Because my mouth is wiped shut mm. due to all the damage that was sustained because I yeah. had a fucking jaw, you know. I have broken my jaw when my face hit the car. Wow. And, you know, it's kind of interesting to say, but I don't wish that on anybody (laughs) ever. Yeah. What you've done to
0: me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: To be forcibly told you can't say anything. Jeez. I don't wish that on anybody. Yeah. No matter how hard I try, you couldn't open your mouth because there was a wire in it. You know, in between that bone sure. that was stopping it from opening. Wow! And that right there made it even worse because I'm like, wait, I can't see or talk. <laughs> you know, wow. I'm like, what? How how much worse can this nightmare be? Right. You know, and uh, my mom and and my friend, she they finally heard me making noises, and I'm like, hey, what, what what's up? What what do you need? And so I'm trying to talk or murmur at this sure. point because right. I realize that I don't make any actual words (laughs) um and so she's like what do you mean? what do you mean?" and i and i say well trying to say what is this motorcycle accident you guys are talking about or dream yeah talking about and she's like well that's not a dream and i'm like what 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 i'm sorry what what do you mean that's not a dream Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so literally clark i didn't speak for the rest of that day yeah because I just sunk back in my bed, like, wait, what? Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm like the safest rider ever. I, how did I have an accident? What? Who did it? I want to know who did it right now. <laughs> you know, it was it was about to be crazy. First off, I'm blaming myself. Secondly, I was like, no, I'm not blaming myself anymore. I'm going to ask the question: How did this happen? And so, I, and that's how I found out that a guy pulled out in front of me when I mm. asked that question. You would have thought. Like, the weight of the world literally was lifted off of my shoulders. Yeah. Because I just couldn't believe that something, like, I did something. I was like, what did I do? Yeah. I'm usually, like, a safe rider. I don't weave in and out of traffic. I don't pop wheelies. I don't do that Mm -hmm. stuff. You know, the (laughs) crazy stuff that you see, you know, I don't do anything. And so, you know, my mom told me that, and I was like, what? Like, so I was relieved, but at the same sense, I'm like, well, what was he doing? Yeah. You know that he didn't see me coming down a highway where trees are literally cut back for you to see. Mm. You know, it's 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 so crazy how I can distinctly remember stuff like that. Yeah. You know, there the trees are usually cut back unless you're pulling out from like a, a house. But this was not at a house, this is an intersection because there were two other cars behind him who saw me. That's how you know the trees are cut out. Mm. It was in the police report, you know? So yeah. it was rather interesting. And, you know, my mom, she she tended, She asked me, she said, hey, the guy who uh, hit you or pulled out in front of you, he wants to, to know if he can come by and visit you. Wow. And I said, mom, this is why I was still in the hospital now. So, you know, I'm in a really uh, sure. s- sensitive state. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, I said, mom, do you want me to go to jail? yeah <laughs> and I, I clearly said it too. do you want me to go this was after I they removed the wire yeah. out of my mouth so I yeah. was able to talk then I said do you want me to go to jail yeah yeah, there, yeah what <laughs> like she's like wow. wait what I didn't expect that response like that was what how she said it. I didn't respect that response yeah like, what and I'm like do you want me to go to jail Yeah, no. I don't I don't want to see I don't even want to deal with this guy
0: right first
1: off he just changed my whole life mm-hmm my entire life at the age of 25. Wow. I just started a business that same year. Wow. In January. And now you have changed all of that and derailed it for now and in four months. Wow. You know, I mean, I'm doing great. I was doing great in the Air Force, moving up in the ranks. And I was going to school full time with one year left on my degree. Wow. And you just stop all of it. Because wow. you decided to pull out in front of me, and God knows what you were doing. Mm. And so I was like, "What did you really just ask me? That? You know, do yeah. you want to meet this guy who yeah. just saved my life, our life? You know, our lives. Yeah. It changed everybody who I know a lot, right? And so you know, it was just one of those things. You're very emotional. Um, I mean, I still think about it to this day, and and lord knows i, I have forgiven him since then yeah because i you know with with the faith you need yeah. to, you need to forgive sure and let go so um that that's the only way you can get by and mm. continue to prosper move forward but at that moment i was like mom what what are you talking about like do you hear how you sound right now like, you know I was right like, what? I, I was i was like in my prime you know 25 years old you feel like in your prime this, this is great yeah <laughs> like you i just i just had a, a great 25th birthday i went on a cruise to the bahamas you know what you, you can't tell me nothing right now wow and, you know it was just amazing and so n- now i just tend not to you know really dwell on it yeah um and what i did to really move forward was write that book uh write the book that i just uh, just published um called don't focus on why me And the subtitle is From Motorcycle Accident to Miracle. Mm. Now, why I title it, don't focus on why me. Now, Clark, I'm sure you can attest to this. Uh, A lot of people tend to say, you know, well, why me? Why did this happen to to me? You know, and I found myself doing it. I was literally at the hospital doing it. And then, you know what happened. (laughs) Right. The question came back. Well, why not you? Mm. I was like, "Who is that? Who is talking?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking around the room because nobody's right. in the room with me. Yeah, I'm like, what? What do you mean? Yeah. And that was my question back. I said, "Well, what do you mean?" Yeah, like, why not you? Mm. You know how to play the drums without looking. People tell you you close your eyes all the time. Mm. You know, you know how to. I can. I can teach you how to navigate life. It's been done. Mm. You tend not to go. You tend not to turn on lights when you walk around your apartment anyway. So, you know, it was just like the things that I didn't realize, even when I was a kid and playing hide and seek outdoors at nighttime, I was like one of the best that I don't know what it was about me and night vision, but it was amazing <laughs> when wow. I was a kid. You know, sure. I used to see any and everything. Um, I don't care if it was black or not. You know, um, I could see anything. Yeah. And so it was just one of those things where I had to understand what he was telling me, and getting me to view it a different way. Mm. Don't view it as you now this victim of a, you know an accident that changed your life. View it as you're going to be an overcomer who tells wow. your story about your new life change.
0: And just a just a. To confirm this you're in the hospital. Like when you, when you had this thought, like you're still in the hospital bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. This Cause like, that, that, I mean, uh, that,
0: just to, just to deal with like such a traumatic experience that like I say deal with like, you're still processing it. You don't even, you don't even know like all the facts you're still like yeah. uh, healing. I, I guess someone, re- you know, just, just recently during that time said, mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, like you'll never see again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, that's crazy. Cause it's funny. I was going to say this even earlier, like it, it doesn't sound like it's, well, it's, I mean, now we're at four, four years ago, you're in the hospital right, right now. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it seems because you, you very clearly, you know, we're, we're talking because you're very motivational, right? Like you, you, you are figuring out, you have figured out and you're still figuring out how to, how to overcome and, and how to leverage what you can do. And that's, you know, what, that's why we're talking today right. and it it seems like it's okay yeah, this happened to him 15 years ago he's had 15 years uh to deal with this and process but i mean from the sounds of it it's like hey 15 minutes and you're like all right why not me i, I can do this that's that's crazy bro
1: <laughs> and i'll put it a little into more perspective it was more like the the as soon as he came back saying well, why not you? I was mm. like, well, come on. Like, yeah. Don't do this to me right now. Right. But it seemed like every single day it was something that I I took and I, I grabbed hold to wow. to help me take these, you know, next steps forward to continue this battle and this journey. Because I had to literally learn how to walk again. Yeah. So and I talk about this in my book, but you know. When you learn how to walk again, you now have to go to parallel bars. That's what they call them, mm-hmm. and uh, they will you down there in the wheelchair. <laughs> now, uh, one one day, um, I'll tell you this little sp- this little spiel because it's it's funny, but it's also something I never would have thought would have happened. Yeah. Um, but we are going to the workout room um, to get on the, to hit the parallel bar, so I can you know take some steps. And I'm in the wheelchair now. My friend is behind me, wheeling me down the hall, but also the therapist is in front of me. I'm like, okay. And so then I guess he talked to her at some point in time, but I realized I wasn't moving anymore. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I was in the wheelchair now in the hallway, but I wasn't moving. Yeah. And so he says, Come on. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not the one pushing. She is. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And he's like, no, 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 you push now. And I'm like, what mm. do you mean? He's like, will yourself down the hall. I was mm. like, you do know I can't see, right?
0: <laughs> wow.
1: But what he was trying to get me to understand was you might have to do things for yourself. Mm. And it was another thing that I grabbed hold to as a lesson. Yeah. I might have to do these things for myself. Yeah. Um. And so we finally get to the parallel bars. and you know they lock your wheelchair and everything, and have somebody behind you, maybe therapists on the side of you. Well, definitely at least one, but um, they have therapists on uh, on the side of you to kind of guide you, talk to you. They got music playing. Even with the music playing, there was a song that came into my head, other than what I could hear over the speakers, and excuse me there's this one song we sing at my church and it's called every step i take and it goes a little something like this every step i take i'm gonna make it in the name of jesus and i kept singing that in my head
0: hey careful don't take us to church yet don't take us to church (laughs)
1: But, you know, it, that was what it was. I kept seeing that in my head. And that yeah. is what kept me moving forward with each step I took. That's beautiful. You know, and and um, it's just one of those things, man. You, you had to, it's hard to say you had to have been there, but that's the real truth, you know. Um, I, I dealt with it every single day of going down to that workout room. I mean, people loved me when I came in there because I was always either hyped they were always trying to hype me
0: yeah you know
1: <laughs> so uh i would be like hey where's so and so?" they're like "Uh, oh, they're not here right now it's like oh man and you know so i was like well tell them i'm gonna walk and take steps for them today oh wow. <laughs> and, and then when they came back you know they would say oh i heard you took steps for me and i was like i sure did." <laughs> yeah you know so stuff like that and i, I really have fun with the staff um, on the days that I felt good, <laughs> mm. I will say they weren't always happy days. <laughs> yeah,
0: I get uh, that, man. Yeah, I, but... I, I, just, I love this, and I, I think, just hearing your voice, it's like people are already feel, feeling encouraged. You know, just, just right. based on the things you're, you're saying, and I just appreciate um, your story, and like you clearly, um, you know, my pastor says something similar, and uh, you know, he, he says. You know, you can be a thermostat or a thermometer, right? Like Ooh. you can affect the temperature in a room, or you can just kind of check it, right? It's like you had the opportunity, so you encourage people. Like you're literally, you know, at that point, weeks away from a car crash that obviously you were you were unconscious afterwards, but caused you the most pain, the most traumatic experience your body's ever gone through yet. Yeah, just a few weeks later, you're being joyful and, and you're making people smile, and, and I just I just love that. But I'm curious, you know, because in a conversation I listened to you um, uh, in, in another video, you said something, you know, because it's not, it's not all sunshine and roses, you know, it's not mm-hmm. all, bless God, you know, Jesus has my back. And, and, and quick kind of side note, you know, what, what Kiwan is talking about as far as, he, you know, he felt something, he, he heard a voice. One thing Kiwan and I share in common is our faith in our Christianity. It's not something I talk about constantly because I never want it to be a, a topic that would alienate anybody or anything like that. It, it's not to, this podcast is for everyone, yeah. but Qan and I, we just have hope and we have faith and we believe in Jesus, you know, yeah. and those moments, those things happen. We're both joyful guys. And I guarantee you a hundred percent of that is because of our faith in Jesus, you know, and, and I just wanted to, to, to make mention of that because people might hear like, oh, and then there was a, you know, it, it, that's just how it works. You know, you just have faith and believe. And, uh, but I'm getting, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself, but you, you mentioned somewhere else again, it's not all sunshine and roses. And -hmm. there was a day that you're not, you just weren't feeling it. And you called your uncle, I believe it was, he came over Mm -hmm. and I I want you to just kind of paint that picture a little bit. Tell us about that experience because in every conversation I've had with people, it, it, we, we always learn that it is often we have, we can have willpower, we can have faith, whatever it might be, but often it's the people that are around us that help us get through it. So you're, you, you know, you go through all this, you're at home now, but tell me about that experience with your uncle, kind of how you're feeling and, and what, what people have met. You, you mentioned your mom already, but what, what did people do around you? Who, who, who was your circle who kind of helped you get through all of this?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so I had people who came back, you know, Fairly often, um, my godparents—they always came by, um, and you know they would come by, pray for me, pray with me, um, bring their pastor with them to pray, you know, and make sure I'm still remembering, you know, who's first in my life.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: my pastor, of course, and his wife, their, his family would stop by as well, you know, his
0: daughters
1: and son, Um, and then. Uh, Of course, my, my family, you know, who helped out on a regular. Um, And yeah, so that day, man, it it just, it was just getting to a point. And, and I'm not, you know, overlooking my siblings, but they were not near at the time that, well, my sister, she lived in Virginia and my brother lived in Florida. So uh, my youngest brother lived nearby, but he, you know, He really wasn't, you know, I didn't want too much on his plate that, you know, that young. Sure. Because he was like, I think 13. 13?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. So,
1: so, anywho, uh, yeah, that day, what led up to it, to be honest, is I'm back home, or should I say at my grandmother's house right now. I was staying with my grandmother. Um, You know, I had to move out of my apartment, of course. Yeah. And I had been, you know, really starting to feel the depression setting because what I thought should be happening wasn't happening. Like I thought I should have been process- you know, progressing a lot quicker. Mm. I was ready to go back to church. Mm. I was getting tired of sitting at home. Um, all I did was go to appointments. Uh, you know, that those things kept messing with me. And when you. you and, sh- and
0: just, I'm sorry to cut you off, just, just yeah. to, just to get a background at this point, like, are you perfectly walking yet? Or are you saying no, you're, you're still, no, still okay. learning? I, gotcha.
1: It took me from, from that accident in May until like mid to late October.
0: Wow. So you're
1: independent walking.
0: You left the hospital in July. Uh, yes. So then you're still pretty much bedridden and then mm-hmm. going to physical therapy, I assume.
1: Yeah. I was still wow. bedridden, using the uh, wheelchair. Jeez. Um, yeah. So So yeah, you know, um, and then I would do my best to, you know, watch television, but when you can't see Mm. things like that, of course you wish you could.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I can't imagine,
1: you know, I'm an avid, uh, sports player. I love playing football. That's my favorite. I also played basketball and ran track. Okay. Um, so when I would watch the Carolina Panthers football games and I'm listening to the game, I'm like, Oh, I wish I could see that play. You know, I wish I could have seen that play. And then I would fall asleep during the game. This is where things started getting bad. I would fall asleep during the game and then I would wake up and I could have swore I was just watching that game.
0: Mm.
1: You know, I know I just (sighs) was looking at that game. Wow. Because it was in my dreams. Yeah. And, you know, my brain is painting all this imagery while I'm sleeping and listening to the game. And then when I wake up, I'm like, oh, oh crap, this is still real, yeah. you know? And so reality kept sitting in every time that happened. And so at some point, I actually stopped watching TV, like not necessarily TV, but stopped watching football because that started making me get real, you know, down. Yeah. And, you couldn't see um, Cam Newton,
0: bro. Where's Cam? Yeah, I couldn't see a lot and,
1: of him. At least
0: you don't have to see him play on the Patriots. Oh,
1: uh, gee. See, you know me so well.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's gotta be painful. He <laughs> he should never He's have another so uniform well. on. That was hurt. Uh, that, that was hurtful.
1: Yeah, so um that that really bothered me. And you know, I would I would I wasn't I was trying to make sure I wasn't letting him sit in too much yeah because that's when you really get deep down pity party yep uh slumps everything and it's kind of hard to dig out but and and the reason i did that is because one day i you know had that that thought that you know it's always that thought of that one that s word
0: yeah exactly inside you know yes sir
1: and so I was like, oh no, no, no. Oh, oh no, you didn't. No, yeah. that didn't just cross my mind. <laughs> you know, and I'm li- I mean, seriously, I was like, oh no, that no, oh no. The
0: devil oh, is a liar.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. And so um I was like, grandma, you know, because she was in the next room over and she, you know, she could hear me, her door was open. And she came in and she's like, hey, what's up? I said, uh I I'm really feeling depressed. Like I don't. I don't know what to do. Like, mm. You know, and she was like, well, are you giving up? And I was like, what do you mean wow. by that? And she was like, you know, giving up on, on your faith. I said, no, I'm trying to figure out what I need to do <laughs> like, <laughs> to, to, to feel better. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, oh, well, you know, in the Bible, I said, but grandma, I'm really not in the mood for the Bible right now. You know, I'm wow. kind of trying to get the the more human connection right now. Yeah between me and you like mm. what would, would you tell another human yeah and how they could you know i understand the christian and the faith-based way of looking at it mm. because my grandmother's a missionary but wow i wanted to i wanted to connect with a human you know and but she kept pushing the bible and i was like okay this is not gonna work for me. sure and that was when i i was like I right, I'm going to reach out to my uncle. Now, my uncle is a pastor, okay? Yeah. So it's not like he doesn't know God. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. But he also knows where he needs to, you know, put the Bible in front of you and where he needs to, you know, say this is what what men talk about and this is how I think you should handle. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what we did. Literally, I think it was like eight o'clock at night, I called him and he came straight to the house jumped out of jumped out of whatever was doing probably sitting around watching tv who knows but he was comfortable at home with his wife okay and they're two dogs (laughs) (laughs) and he came and that right there first off that already lifted my spirits yeah secondly he said "Key," which is what my they call me for short yeah he was like "Key, let's go for a ride man Mm. and i said oh we leave I was like, oh, you know, answer one of my other prayers. I wanted to get out the house. <laughs> you know? So it yeah. was like two things that already lifted me up already. Yeah. And then I was just listening to the things he was saying uh to me. And he was really surprised that it took this long, that long. And I don't remember exactly when uh, I had that moment. Yeah. But he was saying it had to be within September or October. You know, yeah. Um, but he was like, I'm surprised it took you this long. Sure. And I I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, I figured you would have came to this moment a lot sooner because you you really were doing a lot of good things in life. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people saw that and have been rooting for you ever since, you know, and it was just one of those things that made you think, well, I guess it's time to get back to doing great things, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Uh, what can I do next to to be great again? And that's how I felt about it, about the whole situation. Once we had a you know our long, expensive talk.
0: Man, I, I love what you just said. Well, I guess it's time to get back to doing great things. Yeah. And, and and the reason this this podcast is for everyone, man, and 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 there's people who are just going through it right now. We just came through a pandemic. I say came through. It, it's mm-hmm. still going on, but. There, people are going through so much there. Yeah. We have no idea when we're walking through places, like what, what is really on people and the amount of pain or loss or whatever situation they might be going through.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the reason we need your story is you to remind us of, well, I guess I'm going to go back to doing great things again, yeah. because that's man, if, if we're not careful um, we'll lose perspective. And that's kind of one of my taglines. Kiwana the podcast is shift perspective because (laughs) we need to start to look at some of the things a little bit differently. I'm working on kind of this, this thought. And oftentimes we look at our, um, we look at the mountains, right. That are in front of us. We look at the mountains and we we've, we've deemed it an obstacle, you know, that mountain is an obstacle, but like, I, I think that oftentimes, if the mountain doesn't move as quickly as we want it to, right. To, to go to the Bible, it says, Hey, you can pray for the mountain to be moved and it'll move. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, well, it's not moving. It's like, well, sometimes that mountain, it's not an obstacle, but it's an opportunity. And you just have to shift your perspective on the situation you're going through. Uh, because clearly your perspective was shifted. You could have been bedridden. Uh, you could have been so frustrated, You could, I think it's powerful that you even called your grandma in the room. You know, you were uh, the S word, right? Suicidal like that. That's a scary, scary. That's that's talk about like a a low place to be. And that's a lot where a lot of people have been in that Mm -hmm. location. But the key in that moment was other people. And that's why like that, that's the, that's the encouragement of that story is if you are that person that's dealing with something, you have to get someone in your corner. Like you have to make the phone call. You have to say to, the, to, to someone in your family, a friend or somebody like, hey, I'm going through it and I just need you right now. Right. And sometimes that's, that's embarrassing and it can be hard. But what a miracle that you decided to do that. And now, again, you say this incredible kind of just a random phrase you just said a second ago, just a, a throwaway line. But you're like, well, time to get back to doing great things. And right. that's what I want people to do. Like If you're listening to this and you're dealing with a disability or you're dealing with a loss or you're dealing with something, take a note from Kiwan's notebook and, and go back out there and do something great. Like Your, your best days are, are still in front of you, and that's the perspective that has to change. You got me preaching right now, Kiwan, but I'm just, I'm just motivated by what you just said because there still are great things to be done by people in pretty terrible situations just like you. And uh, I want to, I want to ask this because you're, you're, you're clearly, I mean, you're, you're, you're motivated Uh, on your Instagram bio. It says determined to succeed. And I find that so curious because there's a list of can'ts when it comes to someone like you or myself, you're, you're blind. I'm visually impaired. I'm legally blind, but I still have vision. Uh, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm cited. It, it it's a struggle. It, it's starting to get, you know, uh, a little, little worse faces are blurry and, and things like that. But obviously there, there's some differences, similarities there, but Kiwan, we, we have a list of cans in front of us. There's like, I can't do this. I, so if, if like, why are you going to succeed? Like well, there's naysayers or there's another version of yourself, not even someone else, right. It's just, there's another version of, of Kiwan, that is like, you can't do this, but like, what is it about you? That's like, no, I, I can do that. Like I, I am going to succeed. I'm, I'm going to write a book. I'm, I'm going to get it published. I'm going to get it on Amazon. Right. Like I'm going to motivate people. I'm going to speak. Yeah. How, why? Like, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like there's just so many yeah. things, so many obstacles, but
1: why are you going to do it? You're right. There are so many hundreds, thousands, millions of people mm-hmm. yeah. I could be saying, Ah, uh, I'm okay. I don't need to do it. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna sit back and let somebody else do it. Yeah, uh, and that's like the easy way out.
0: Yeah,
1: I've never been one to take the easy way out. You can probably ask anybody in my family, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and they'll be like, "Yeah, no, that guy." <laughs> so, um, I always go back. And, and this is no joke. This always, re, always reflect back to this one day in football practice when I was in high school. We were doing, we were running and doing all kind of bear crawls and whatever you want to call them. Um, and this was not for conditioning. This was because somebody decided to do something, you know, stupid. Sure. And the whole team got in trouble. <laughs> yep. So I was like, you know what? I didn't do it. So I'm getting ready to quit. Mm-hmm. and I kept telling the guy right beside me I said like, I'm about to quit man I, I didn't do this I'm getting ready quick. and he was like nah man you got this I said nah man I don't, no no uh, uh, I didn't do it I'm getting ready quick. he's like no seriously man you got this we probably won't do this much longer I'm sure and I well, for whatever reason he was so certain that I could keep going and he was so certain that it wouldn't last much longer and if he's so certain then why can't I train my mind to be that way?
0: Mm.
1: And it made me change my mindset. Wow. When you have a mindset and you're determined to do something, then you can do it. But if mm. you have the mindset or slight doubt, then that's what it's going to be. The saying goes, if you think you can or if you think you can't, either way, you're right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's great.
1: So, you know, it was just one of those things. I, and, you know, I have another saying um, that goes, if you take doubt out, you will succeed. Yeah. So don't doubt. If you doubt doubting yourself, you're already, you, you're losing the battle.
0: Mm. Don't
1: doubt about it. <laughs> just get, keep going. You know, yeah. keep going. Keep pushing. Keep striving. Yeah. Be determined to be successful. You know? Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. And my favorite I guess you say favorite, but it's really my my main quote since I uh, lost my eyesight.
0: Yeah, is
1: that I may have lost my sight, but I did not lose my vision.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, and a lot of people can't really connect with it. Yeah, you know, but when you think about it, what what does that actually mean? I may have lost my physical eyesight, mm. but I didn't lose the vision that I had before I lost that sight, which was to help others which was to be a better me, which was to, you know, do things, not just because it's going to benefit me, you know, and that's, that's how I live.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, I, and, in and I've heard it said, and and I've said it like this too, just like, there's so much to gain through loss. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like if we'll just take the moment, shift the perspective again and, and look at it a little bit, a little bit differently. There's a lot to learn from loss, you know, like it's frustrating living with my impairment, but man, mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to leverage the abilities I do have. So I'm going to start this podcast, talk to Q on, and I'm hoping that there's some random person out there that's going to listen to this because I decided to to be creative and, and make this happen. And now, you know, there it is. Like then there's impact that I'm making. So there's, there's so many things to gain in the midst of law. So we got to take a step back and look at it differently. And I'm so glad that you did that because, uh, in there's a world where you didn't do that, right? Like mm-hmm. there, there was a, there, you didn't have to do it. You, you could just be some grumpy blind guy, right? <laughs> but yeah, like, you decided to, to do it differently and you're making an impact on the world. And I'm, I'm so thankful for that. Another through line in every conversation, every single conversation I've had, uh, on this podcast, it, it, it it comes down to it. So it's always been people, you know, that have made it a big impact, help people get through it. Uh, but also it's creativity. Uh, you know, my first podcast episode with Brad Manning, he started a company. That was his, that was his create, uh, he, that, that was his, uh, you know, his lane of creativity, if you will. Uh, you know, Lex, Lex's creativity, uh, creativity is not just like art and drawing. Lex's creativity is his uh, what he does with his sport. Like it was it, being athletic and having a sport and being like, he created that. Right. I, I uh, talked to a guy named Casey. He created a business. Um, you know, uh, you look, Victor is another person I talked to. He created a documentary. There's all these people who have creativity and it was yeah. that creativity and, and the people that surrounded them that allowed them to really get over the hump or, or deal with the situation that they were dealing with. It was always people and it was always creativity. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on, on the creative aspect. And I think, you know, you just mentioned the book, which I can't congratulate you enough. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, that's a feat in and of itself. And it's not just, okay, I'm going to tell the word my, my story, but I'm sure another win from that is being creative and, and, and an outlet of, uh, of pushing yourself and writing. And then also, I know you're a drummer and you love music. And I think, there, I think creativity helps. What, what do you think?
1: Oh, definitely. It uh, it allows me to actually um, not only escape, and you know, release. Maybe if I'm having like stre- a stressful moment, because I don't like to say a stressful day. Yeah, it, it never mm-hmm. lasts all day.
0: Mm, that's great. A stressful moment. Come on, and, you know, you, you need will, to hear that. Yeah, that's great.
1: Yeah, yeah, I will definitely either jump jump on the keys or the drums. You know, yeah. whichever I'm feeling motivated to play at that time. Um, but. When it, even when you speak of creativity, and you talked about my book, um, for those who are sighted, uh, you'll be able to see the cover. Mm. But for those who are visually impaired, such as myself and Carl, you know I'll, I'll kind of describe it to you. Uh, the cover, first off, I used to be a photographer before I lost my sight. Mm. Um, I was doing it for my, my business as a part of it. Um, and I used to take pictures of, you know, all types of different locations with, with my travel with the Air Force, with, uh, you know, just my, my personal travels or whatever I owned type stuff. Um, and so the cover, like I mentioned earlier, I was leaving the lake, right? So the cover has a shot of the lake wow. um, with the, the, it's like the pier slash dock area. And then you see like these trees and gravel and you know dirt and a paved surface of where people can park you know just like a little shot you know just to give you a little glimpse of what the lake kind of yeah then also in the shot you see my motorcycle and my motorcycle was not in the original shot but the creative mindset that i had told me to send also a picture of my motorcycle and type hey, could you please find a way to merge these two images mm. and make it look like the motorcycle is almost like ghostly slash, you know, one one of those types of hollow looking or hollow sure. gra- graphic looking effects. Right. Because it's now destroyed and gone. Yeah. Making it look almost heavenly, like, you know, it died or went on into the afterlife, you know, and that's, yeah. what, and that's what they did, And so many people love that. They are like, Man, this cover is awesome. Well, I wonder how they how they come up with it. I was like, well, partially. <laughs> you know, right, 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 I gave right, them right. the pictures and I told them what to do, and they just did what they had to do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it came out amazing. This this cover is amazing. I mean, I get so many compliments on the cover alone. People haven't even read the book. Wow. They're like that cover is amazing. You know? Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, thanks. Can you just leave me some feedback?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. By the way, while you're at it,
1: go ahead and just yeah.
0: go ahead and make that purchase. By the way, yeah. while you're at
1: it, could you yeah. to to read it and review? Thanks. Uh, yeah. No. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, you know, I just wanted to, uh I, I was just wanting to be creative and do something different. You know, yeah. see, instead of trying to bite on what somebody else is doing, I was like, well, why can't I use my own pictures? I used to take professional shots. So why not use my own shots? And that's wow. my kid. You know, so yes, I definitely love the creative aspect of yeah. um, you know, thinking. I've always kind of been that way as far as, you know, my, my train of thought. Um, and it it shows when I play the drums <laughs> as well as when I play the, the, the piano, because uh, my teacher, he'll be like, I didn't show you that. <laughs> yeah and i was like yeah i know but uh we're taking a break right <laughs> so you know i'll get a little creative and do a little stuff he's like you're actually really good i'm not even gonna cry but i just wanted to say something
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so. man I, yeah i love that it's just been people and creativity uh mm-hmm. it, it is a big one and and obviously we, we've touched on faith that obviously for us faith is is the number one thing uh but you know a lot of the people i've talked to it's It's been those two things that have helped them. And man, I, I just like from tragedy to triumph, right? Like that's, that was your situation. And it, there's something beautiful about the picture of, of your book being the peer, like that was literally one of your last things that you ever physically saw. And there's such a beautiful thought behind, like that was a picture you took of that beautiful, serene place and then you didn't know it but tragedy was just a few minutes away but you've taken that tragedy and you've you've triumphed You know, and it's not over and you're going to have your days. I'm sure you've got your, you know, I I always just say like, man, wait, like what do you do on the random Tuesday? I'm sure you've got the random Tuesday that you're like, man, I can't stink and see anything. Like, where's my phone? I dropped it. Like, I don't know what's going on. It's
1: funny you mentioned that because I threw my phone the other day. I was like, why did I do that? I can't see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. I tell you what it's, uh, but I mean, I, you know, I I'm, I'm glad that, Uh, We're not, we're not alone in this, Kiwan. Like when, when I found out this, this about me, you know, when I heard when I was a kid, I had a disease. I don't know all these other kids with like eye diseases. Yeah. Like everyone says like, oh yeah, I have bad eyes too. And it's like, "Mm, mm, no, no you don't. Like I get you. you, I'm, I'm actually blind. Right. It's, it's, it's uh, it's funny, but I'm just glad to, to create community. You know, that I, I said shift perspective, that's part of it. Shift perspective create community and encourage others is, is what I like to say, because if you're listening to this and you're dealing with a, in visual impairment or a physical impairment, whatever it might be, you're not, you're not alone, you know, mm-hmm. and Kiwan, I, I'm so thankful for you, man. I'm so thankful for your story. It's so motivational. It's so great. Um, please tell it, tell us again. Uh, what's the, what is the book called? Where can people find it? And I, I told Kiwan, I'm trying to get better. I got to do better with show notes and I'm going to make it happen. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put a link uh, to the book in, in the show notes. So people can go check that out. I absolutely will be uh, Lex Gillette uh, episode five of the podcast. He was the one who introduced Kiwan and I. I'm so thankful to, uh, to Lex, but I read Lex's book literally the day before the podcast. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to do it this time, uh, but I'm going to read it and, uh, and, and I'm going to leave you that review and, and all that good stuff, man, but I'm excited. So just tell us more about the book, where we can find it, where people can find you on social or, or anything else you want them to know.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, So the book is called Don't Focus on Why Me? From Motorcycle Accident to Miracle.
0: What a great title. (laughs) So good.
1: And so you can find it on Amazon or Kindle. You know, the Kindle book users, you guys can also find it as well. Um, And it's only there for now. Um, And then I will also be releasing it, you know, kind of, I can just say, worldwide global type let's go and in about three months
0: why and not me be, right there
1: will be an audible uh, version as well yeah so give that a little bit of time probably take a month from there. sure but yeah it's coming it's already done but i have to get it connected to that book sure um, so yeah uh and if you want to find me or follow me on social media um my facebook is key one M Amy and to spell that it's K I J U A N, the middle initial of M, and then the last name A M E Y. Uh, as far as Twitter, you can search me at Amy Motivation
0: mm.
1: or my first and last name, like you just heard me spell, and then for Instagram, it's story underscore of success.
0: I love it. Well, Kiwan, I'm going to be following you, following your story. I I want to stay connected. I'm I'm so thankful uh, that we are connected now. And man, again, tragedy to triumph. Thank you for your story. Thank you for being so motivational. Thank you so much for your time today. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of This Ability Podcast. I hope you are coming away from what you heard today feeling both challenged and encouraged. I hope you start to look at some of the disabilities or disadvantages in your life just a little bit differently and begin to leverage the abilities that you do have to become the best version of yourself. I would be honored if you would take a moment and hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on and share this with your friends and family. I'm so grateful that you decided to join me today and I will see you again real soon.